There's a war on for the soul of America, an ideological, political, and spiritual war. Will America abandon her place as a last beacon of hope in an ever-darkening world? Or will she rise again and lead the world into a new era of freedom and prosperity? I am your host, Phil Hotzenpeller, and this is American Faith Battleground. Hi, I'm Phil Hudson-Peller with AmericanFaith.com, and I'm uh, bringing you some news today that I think you're going to find pretty interesting. You've probably seen the headlines filled with the Russia-Ukraine drama that's going on, and then we've also seen reports that they have withdrawn uh, from some of their forces from that. However, just in uh, about an hour ago, Ukraine NATO leader, regarding the Ukraine, the NATO leader says, we have, quote, not seen any withdrawal of Russian forces whatsoever. So Russia supposedly was drawing down their 150,000 troops along the border of the Ukraine, saying that at the moment, we have not seen any withdrawal. So what's going on uh, in that part of the world? Well, I don't know about you, but if I'm Putin, I can't think of a better time than to invade a country than when I've got Biden as the president of the United States. I mean, is there anything any weaker or more confusing than the president we have today? Uh, according to U.S. Secretary uh, Anthony Blinken, during an interview on ABC Good Morning America Wednesday, said Russian President Vladimir Putin could attack the Ukraine at any moment. So we're hearing conflicting reports coming out of this. The Ukraines on Wednesday are celebrating a day of unity as concerns linger over a potential Russian invasion. Uh, they live in this uh, threat all the time, and uh, it's not new for them. And they know that Russia has its aspirations on other parts of the world. Remember, since the breakup of the USSR, Russia has become really almost a bankrupt, struggling economy and country in a lot of different ways. The threat of the Russian bear is no longer there as it once was, but they do have a partner. And one of their partners is China. And China says that U.S. is playing up the Russian threat to the Ukraine. The Chinese foreign minister attended a news conference in Beijing in December, and uh, he has recently accused the United States of playing off the crisis in Ukraine's border after Moscow claimed they have pulled back some of its 150,000 amassed troops in the region. So what is really going on here? Well, there's uh, constant uh, misinformation. There is a disinformation campaign happening on every front, whereas it's not bringing the benefit of peace, trust, or cooperation. But how can there be? Have we got any reason to trust, for example, Russia? Do we have any, any reason to trust China in all of this? You know, if you understand something about history, you understand what's happening in that part of the world. But even more, if you understand what's happening in the Bible, th there's another prophetic event that's coming. It's listed in Ezekiel chapter 38, uh, verses 1 through 6. And it says there to Ezekiel says, uh, the son of man set your face against Gog and against the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh and Meshach and Tubal and prophesy against them. Now, those are a lot of odd names. You may not relate to them, not know what they mean. But Gog is, uh, is literally the ruler and Rosh is the ancient name for Russia and Meshach, the ancient name for Moscow. And there's a prophecy saying that the Lord is against you, Gog, Prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. 
And what he says is going to happen there is God is actually going to allow Russia to come into the land of Israel, and there's going to be a coalition of forces that are going to join Russia. And let me just give you those. Actually, there's Persia, which is modern-day Iran, Ethiopia, and this is not the Ethiopia of Africa. This is the Ethiopia of the Sinai Peninsula. And then you've got uh, Libya, which is Saudi Arabia. And then you've got Gomer, which is Germany, and Tagarma, which is Turkey. Well, if you kind of look at some of those players, Iran is very anti-Semitic, very in partnership with Germany, very in partnership with Russia. We also see Turkey, and, and we see a strong Islamic army there. It was Moshe Dayan in, in 1968 that said, the next great war will not be with the Arabs, but with the Russians. How interesting is that? So th this has been something that's been brewing for some time. In fact, the Bible says that it is a part of biblical history and prophecy of what we see coming. So when I look back, and, you, and if you just kind of begin to peruse through some of the articles out there, the New York Times reported that Putin said on Tuesday that they had decided to partially pull back troops. Now, remember we said earlier that that has not been verified, and uh, there is no de-escalation as far as the NATO head is reporting. CBS reported that the Minister of Defense announced that some of their 100,000 troops would be pulling back from their bases again. We, how do we trust? We, we got news out here we can't trust. Uh, Putin did go on to say that he's uh, ready to continue on the negotiating track. And what that means is, that's a way of saying, if you give us what we want, we won't invade you. But all these questions have been said before, and they must be viewed comprehensively, Putin said. Well, what does that mean? That means we're not going to pull back. We're not going to stop our pursuit of the Ukraine because we have an agenda, and that agenda is always looking for either a port, it's looking for oil, it's looking for wealth, it's looking for soldiers. It's always about building up Russia and Russia power. Russia began amassing troops along the Ukraine border weeks ago, uh, and it really did prompt nations of the world to jump into the game and discourage, uh, in the harshest terms, uh, Russia from doing what they did. Uh, our own president decided he was going to send a, a small contingency of troops there. Uh, it was definitely uh, more of a symbol than it was uh, really a show of power. But why would he do that? Well, I think the obvious is obvious. There's a lot of controversy right now about spying on President Trump um, from Hillary's perspective. And uh, this is kind of a political tactic. Whenever things aren't going well, what you do is you create another drama bigger than the one you're trying to deal with or can't deal with, and then it takes everybody's attention off what's really happening. Uh, this reaches back as far as, uh, as I can remember. Uh, if you kind of go back to uh, LBJ, uh, once he got the reins to power, it was his plan to intentionally force America into Vietnam to raise that water temperature over there. Why did he do that? Well, uh, he wasn't exactly a popular president after Kennedy. Kennedy was so popular, and his assassination led to Vice President Johnson becoming president, but he was not uh, well-received. And so what did he do? He had to do something to take everybody's mind and attention off of that, and that's exactly what he did. We're also going to see some reports coming in uh, from Politico 
Politico says it's past time to leave. Uh, U.S. tells Americans to flee the Ukraine, and they evacuate the embassy staff. Now, whenever you do that, that typically is uh, is the warning sign that you better get out. And if with this president, if he says get out, you better get out because he's not going to come to your aid. We saw that in Afghanistan. Uh, he left Americans on the ground. He left billions of dollars of equipment and munitions on the ground for the enemy. And so it seems that the State Department said that on Saturday, almost all of its 200 staff based in Ukraine will be required to leave due to the continued threat of the Russian military. This is happening right now. This is happening in real time for us. When I, uh, when I think about, from my perspective, and, and what is God doing, remember that a lot of people fall into moments of fear. When they hear headlines like this and they wonder whether it's a new strain of COVID, or as I like to call it, the flu, or whether it's going to be uh, a battle with Russia. And so people fall into, into the danger of fear-based living, and God doesn't want us to do that. In fact, the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Let me just reemphasize that last phrase, a sound mind, that if your mind is not really operating correctly and you're believing all this fake news that's coming out, or if you live apart from faith in God, fear is going to enter into your life. But God doesn't want you to have that kind of fear. God wants you to be strong. He wants you to live uh, in strength and believing that God has got it controlled. Uh, when I was uh, attending Oxford University, my professor at one time had been associated with the, the Biological Warfare Department uh, with the Royal Air Force. And I asked him one time, I said, how do you sleep at night? And he said, it's simple, my boy. He said, I simply trust in a sovereign God. And he said, even though there's a lot of scary people out there and a lot of dangerous things in the world, ultimately, we all have to fall back into the hands of a loving and a good God. So I hope you just uh, keep the faith, be strong, keep your eye on what's happening, but also keep your eye on the Bible. Hope you have a great day. I want to thank you for listening to American Faith Battleground. 